0: Back Cutch comes up a lot around here. It doesn't have to be just some lazy off-season narrative, though. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Andrew McCutcheon is a free agent. Kutch is coming off a a decent season for someone in his mid-30s. Batted 237, 17 homers, 69 RBIs. A hitter's park in Milwaukee. A hitter's lineup, for sure, in Milwaukee. And he made the most of it. He also was pretty happy there, I can tell you that unequivocally. But when you get to his age, you're going to run low on options. And you're definitely going to run low on multi-year offers. Everything that you do is going to be year to year to year from this point. Knowing Kutch, as I do and have for a long time, he's going to keep playing until someone tells him that he can't. So yesterday, when the John Boy viral network that's based out of New York and If you don't know what the John Boy thing is, you're going to have to have somebody else explain it to you. But let's just say that there are a lot of eyes and ears on it. On a podcast of theirs, the subject matter was bring Kutch back to Pittsburgh. Now, these are entirely New Yorkers. Understand that. And their connection to Kutch would be limited directly only to his brief time with the Yankees. But they also... Love baseball and all that. These guys get around the country. I've met them. They're actually really cool. And visit all kinds of stadiums and and everything else. And they have an appreciation for the sport. And they expressed a sentiment that's, again, not exactly outrageous and definitely wouldn't be out of whack with what's the mindset here in Pittsburgh that it sure would be nice if Kutch came back here to finish out his career. Is there any news in that? No, of course not. But... When Kutch finds the tweet himself and gives it a like off of his official account, okay, now we're talking at least a little bit of news, right? Now, he's done this in the past. He's had uh, social media flirtations with Pittsburgh and or the Pirates. In fact, at one point, the Pirates did reach out and contact him and his agent. As Kutch told me, himself earlier this summer but it never got past hello it never got to the point where they were partaking in any of the bidding or trying to outdo the brewers or any of that kind of stuff when i asked kutch if that was something that he regretted he played it completely cool he he, he wanted really is, is as awesome as this conversation was he wanted nothing to do with answering that question it was Just not where he wanted to go, and I get that about him. He is immensely proud, and I have a feeling it would be tough for him to sit there and talk about how the Pirates, for whatever reason, wouldn't want him. So he just moved right past it. When I asked him some questions about the Pirates in Pittsburgh and his legacy, he got a little bit bit sentimental about it but not too much, again, I think, for the same reasons. And at the same time, when I would say something to him like, you understand where you stand within this franchise's history, right? You understand what could have happened had you stayed, what could have happened if this or that had occurred. And yeah, he got it. He definitely got it. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. More relevant than any pianos and violins we can attach to this discussion is that the Pirates could use an outfielder. They could use a veteran outfielder. They could use a veteran outfielder who's got some pop and who could provide significant amount of leadership. He's a little different than he was in his time in Pittsburgh. He's taken on, wherever he's been, a prominent role, not so much as a rah-rah guy. He'll never be that. But as someone who goes about his business the right way, shows the young guys how things are supposed to be done, actually jokingly refers to himself as the old guy who still believes in a certain way of doing things. You might remember the incident with him last year in Milwaukee where He got hit by a pitch at a certain point in the game, and it really wasn't the way things were supposed to be based on the old school and whatever else, and and he had a laugh about it afterward, but he didn't at the time. This is someone who would add to any clubhouse that he's in. He also would add at a modest level to whatever lineup he's in. The 700 OPS that he had this past season for Milwaukee was the lowest of his career, but don't make me remind you where a seven hundred ops would fit in with the twenty twenty two Pirates, right? So why not? Why not? He made eight and a half million with Milwaukee one year deal. Don't tell me the Pirates can't afford that. The team absolutely needs outfielders. When you look at the two guys that appear, maybe certain to be in their starting outfield, or at least in the mix. Jack Sawinski is going to be part of it for sure. He's a kid, hasn't had a full season in the majors yet. Jiwon Bay hasn't even had a month in the majors. And then there's the Brian Reynolds situation. With Ben Gamble not coming back, you're looking at a scenario in which they need someone out there who is a veteran and can bounce back and forth if needed from a corner outfield spot to center. Well, we know Kutch can handle center, right? That's what he was doing the entire time, almost the entire time that he was here. Oh, oh, and one other thing. There's just a little detail about how the team could use anything, anything at all that even sniffs like a positive impact on the public, especially if Reynolds does, in fact, get traded. Bringing back Kutch, even if it shouldn't, and I don't think it should mitigate the debacle of losing your best player because he doesn't think you're competitive enough or serious enough. There are a good number of people who will look right past it because they'll see a favorite son returning. Now, why won't this happen? Well, first and foremost, Ben Charrington is anything but the sappy type. He's not going to react... Uh, toward bringing back a player who, by the way, he never had. It was Neil Huntington who traded Kutch to the Giants for Reynolds, of course, along with Kyle Crick. And, and I mean, you've heard him. You know how Charrington sounds. You know how Charrington thinks based on how he sounds. There's, there's not a, a Hallmark holiday movie waiting to be unfurled here. But let's not pretend it doesn't make sense on a lot of levels. And if, if this franchise had actual leadership, somebody would step in and say, hey, let's do this. Let's go get Kutch. Let's do that. Give him a year. Give him a year. When we come back, J1Q. from phil it's a little longer but it's worth it he put some work into this phil says is this really punting they traded minor leaguers for choi who's a real live major league first baseman they didn't have one of those last year they signed santana who's a major league first baseman slash dh option experience in the clubhouse matters they went out and got some they signed garcia who's by far the best free agent pitcher this front office has ever signed Locked him up for two years. Signed Velasquez, no different than the Quintana signing, other than 50% more money. Signed Hedges, the only good defensive and reliable catcher on the free agent market. Traded away minor leaguers for Connor Joe, who's probably a fourth outfielder and a backup plan if Andahar fails. The Pirates easily could be doing more, but you keep saying... Look at what they've done. And they've clearly gone out and done significantly more than this front office has ever done before. I wish they were pushing harder to get better. They should be. But comparing this offseason to last offseason doesn't jibe with the moves they've actually gone out and made, in my opinion. First off, I appreciate you not only listening to the show, but putting that kind of time into the case that you're making there. It is at this point where I will politely and respectfully disagree as you probably imagined that i would because if you'd made this same type of list for what went into the 2022 roster it's not that different you mentioned quintana they also went spent five million on roberto perez they brought back ben gamel They had Jake Marisnick, who didn't have much of a bat, was a defensive ace. They wanted somebody who was a defensive specialist, who'd bring some leadership. He did those things. And I'll also disagree, again, politely, respectfully, that Garcia's the best free agent pitcher they brought in. When you know, and I know, you mentioned one of them who's better, and that's Quintana. Quintana comes with a better history when he arrived in Pittsburgh as well. So did Tyler Anderson. Now, the fact that they came in at a million or so cheaper, we're talking about better pitchers here. Both Anderson and Quintana are better pitchers than Garcia. Other than the Carlos Santana edition, there really is no daylight, no difference in my eyes between This approach to this offseason and what they did last offseason, and for that matter, as long as we're talking about this front office's tenure, the offseason before that, although there obviously wouldn't have been as much, you know, feel for going out and doing that so early in a rebuild, this offseason compared to last offseason is just right there. It's on a straight horizontal line so far. Maybe they'll change that. Maybe they won't. The only one that jumps out is Santana, $6.7 year. He's 37 years old, and he obviously had the really low batting average, but he also brought a bunch of power and is seen as a spectacular clubhouse guy. Great, wonderful. But what I'm trying to tell you here is that if you're not punting, if you're making some kind of separation between what you've done in the past And now you're doing that in word only, to date. Now, you left this j1q in the comments uh, on our website dk pittsburgh sports and somebody right underneath it said well maybe dk's not paying as much attention to the pirates because he's covering the steelers and the penguins or whatever look i cover all of these three teams equally i say that all the time i write that all the time i'd like to think i show it all the time i know what moves they've made okay i know what moves they made in the past And I know that if you guys got together like bumped elbows at the Oyster House and came up with your own list of what they did entering this past season versus what they've done so far entering the next season, you will find precious little difference. You might have hope for this group to be better, but in terms of what's actually right there, uh uh-uh, no, not yet. And also... I got to tell you, I'm not exactly inclined to take these guys seriously about producing some kind of competitive team in a season where you know, you know, they're not going to bring up any of the kids. Heck, Derek Shelton told you that at the winter meetings, declared that Henry Davis and Andy Rodriguez are going to start out in the minors. Said it just like that. It's been decided. There's nothing they can do now. You'll see when they get to Bradenton, he and they are going to have to walk that back a little bit because you don't want anybody ever entering a spring training setting where they know they've got no chance. So you'll see. He's going to find a way to say, well, what I meant to say was da-da-da-da-da-da. But he said it. He already said it. Without hesitation, without apology, this is where they are. It's a punt. It's okay to say it. It's okay to hope that it turns out better than what it might appear to be right now. But they haven't changed a thing yet. Not one. Other than, of course, you know, the whole thing about their best player wanting out. I appreciate the question. Again, I really do. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.